everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I'm here to read you guys another exciting, magical, adventure-filled story where you just might be the hero. First of all, I'd like to say a big hello and thank you to our newest premium members. First of all, we have Maddie from Michigan. Jerry and his brother Samuel from Vancouver, Canada. Lori from Indianapolis, who is turning eight this Friday, so happy birthday, Lori. Sisters Alexa and Ruby from Brighton in England. And Damien from New Jersey. Hi, guys! Summer means school's out and the kids are back at home with a lot of free time. You've already booked the sleepaway camp and the outdoor camp, but what are they going to do for the other 10 weeks? Go wild with Wonder this summer without school. Enroll in a fun, flexible learning experience with over 140,000 online classes and camps for every kid and any interest. OutSchool offers the widest variety of classes so kids are free to learn about anything they can imagine, from video game design and entrepreneurship to freestyle dancing and magic lessons. There is something for kids of all ages, grades, and all interests. OutSchool empowers kids with different styles of learning, from live online classes to one-on-one tutoring, so they can choose how they want to learn. OutSchool will have your kids loving to learn and having fun doing it. Head over to outschool.com slash shortstories and use code shortstories to learn all about OutSchool's summer programs and save $15 on your child's first class. That's O-U-T-S-C-H-O-O-L dot com slash shortstories to save $15 on your child's first class. Outschool.com slash shortstories code shortstories. Today's story request comes from three brothers, Bevan, Owen, and Ethan, and they would love a story where they go for a walk in the woods when they encounter a magic basketball, and the magic basketball transports them to a magic basketball court where they meet a magic basketball player. Wow. Well, we take it you're basketball fans, guys, and we thought this was a great story idea. So we hope that you love the story that Simon has come up with for you. And I hope everyone is ready to join in on this magical adventure. Shall we go? Let's go. Have you ever been for a walk in the woods and discovered something unusual? Maybe it was a funny-shaped stick, shaped like a wizard's staff or a slithering snake. Maybe it was a mushroom or a toadstool in a bizarre form of strange color. Or perhaps it was an animal or bird that you'd never seen before. Well, for Bevan, Owen, and Ethan... The unusual thing that they discovered was very unusual indeed. For the woods, that is. On their walk amongst the trees, they came upon a basketball. What's that doing there? wondered Bevan as the three boys stood around the ball. It was lying amongst the twisted roots of a large old tree. We're miles from anywhere, pointed out Owen. There's nowhere to even play basketball near here. Ethan, being the smallest of the three brothers, was just happy to see a brightly colored ball. 
He was fascinated by the red and yellow swirls printed on the basketball's surface. Do you think we should take it home with us? asked Owen hopefully. Bevan thought this over. I don't know, he said. It must belong to someone. I wouldn't want anyone to think we were trying to steal it. As Bevan and Owen debated what to do, Ethan took matters into his own hands. Or to be exact, Ethan took the ball into his own hands. But as he clutched onto its body, the basketball began to emit tiny sparkles and stars that fizzled and faded as they drifted upwards. What's it doing? said Owen in alarm. Oh, this can't be good, added Bevan. Ethan, I think you should put the ball down. But it was too late. The three brothers vanished. One second, they'd been stood in the wood beneath the spreading branches of a tree. The next, they were in the middle of a basketball court. A huge cheer from the crowd greeted their arrival, making Ethan drop the ball in surprise. It bounced and then rolled into the feet of a man with a long beard and a pointy hat. Oh, there it is, said the man. That's the problem with magic basketball games. The ball keeps on disappearing. One ended up in a volcano last time, and although we got it back, it was too hot to play with for the rest of the game. Where are we? asked Bevan, still trying to come to terms with not being in the woods anymore. Ah, yes, said the wizard. Of course. Well, it's like this. You're about to witness the highlight of the Magical Kingdom's year, the annual Magical Basketball Match. Hey, are you a wizard? asked Owen, suddenly realizing what the pointy hat might mean. Oh, yes, that's me, replied the wizard. And I'm the referee. Now, get ready. The game is about to start. Start? repeated Bevan. Where should we go and sit? Sit? said the wizard, a little too loudly. Oh, no. You can't go and sit anywhere. You're on the court. By magic basketball rules, you've got to play now. You're on our team, said a short-looking man with pointy ears and a yellow vest and shorts. I'm Quandar, and this is my team. There was a gnome, a water sprite, a pixie, and a green monkey. Where's the other team? asked Owen, turning around. At the opposite end of the court was another team, but all dressed in purple. There was a goblin, a troll, an ogre, a witch, and a dragon. They're so big, said Bevan. They'll tower over us. I think that's why the basketball disappeared to get you, said the wizard, pointing to the three brothers. To even things up a little. He waved his hand, and the children's clothes all transformed into the yellow vests and shorts of their teammates. Best of all, they were each wearing brand new basketball boots decorated with yellow stars. Good, said the wizard. I think we're ready to start. And a whistle magically appeared in his hand. Owen grabbed his older brother's arm. Bevan, we can't play against them. They'll crush us and jump on our bones. Too late now, said Bevan as the whistle blew. Just try to keep Ethan out of harm's way. The ball went straight to the purple team, with the troll passing to the goblin, who in turn made a quick pass to the witch. 
She cackled as she launched the ball from behind the three-point line, leaving a trail of dirty green smoke. It arched up into the air with just the pixie hovering on tiny, shining wings in the way to stop it. Just as it looked like the pixie was going to catch the ball, the green smoke expanded rapidly, making it impossible for the pixie to see. While she coughed and spluttered, the ball looped around her and dropped into the net. The first three points had gone to the purple team. Well, that wasn't very fair, complained Bevan. Yeah, that's cheating, Owen added. Oh, perfectly allowed, said the wizard. Come along, play on. The water sprite passed the ball to Quandar, who dribbled it down the court with his team trailing behind him. He skillfully moved past the ogre, but was immediately blocked by the enormous presence of the dragon that was using his wide wings and thick tail to stop Quandor from even seeing the net. Finding himself stuck, he quickly passed the ball to the gnome, who flicked it to Bevan. But now it was Bevan's turn to face the dragon. It loomed above him, smoke trickling skywards from his nostrils. Oh, this is impossible, said Bevan. I'll never be able to get past it. But as he hesitated, a pair of hands snatched the ball from his grasp. At first, he thought it was the goblin. But then he realized it was one of his own team. Not just his own team, but his little brother, little Ethan and the ball. And he was dribbling it directly towards the dragon. Bevan looked on horrified as the dragon snaked down its long neck with its mouth wide open as if to gobble down Ethan whole. But just as Ethan passed beneath its jaws, his boots began to sparkle. And when the dragon's mouth snapped shut, Ethan simply wasn't there any longer. Instead, he was striding up through the air, racing up invisible steps beneath the dragon's outstretched wings towards the basketball. By the time the dragon could react, Ethan had slam-dunked the ball. The crowd cheered with delight at this fearless newcomer as the three brothers hugged. Okay, nodded Bevan, I get it now. This is magic basketball, so that means we can do magic things when we have the ball. Yeah, warned Owen, but only when we've got the ball. Although the purple team were big and scary looking, They weren't as quick as the smaller yellow side. And the yellow team used that to their advantage, dribbling between the ogre's legs, ducking into gaps their larger opponents couldn't get to, and using the magical boots to give them some lift whenever they had the ball. The scoreboard racked up the points. But despite them playing well, the yellow team continued to struggle with any shots that came in high. A timeout was called with just under a minute left of play. The yellow team desperately needed just four more points to claim victory. The trouble was, they were only scoring by dribbling past the defending dragon. Any shot from further out got blocked. It's impossible, groaned Owen. We'll never do it. Don't be so sure, said the green monkey. We're doing well, aren't we? Yeah, agreed the gnome. We're just little guys, but we're showing those beastly basketballers that size isn't everything, aren't we? I guess so, agreed Owen. 
but we need four points, he pointed out. Even if we manage to get a shot past the dragon from behind the three-pointer line, we'll still fall short by one point. We can't win. Magic, said Ethan happily, stamping his little boots. So miniature stars flooded upwards. He gets it, said Quandor. Magic! We can use it in magic basketball. But I don't know any magic spells, Bevan explained. You don't need spells, said the water sprite. Just picture what you want to do clearly in your head. But remember, you need to be holding the ball to make it work. Okay, nodded Bevan. We'll try. With the timeout over, it was back to the final half a minute of the game. The troll was in possession of the ball, and it was lumbering down the court towards them. Leave this to me, said Owen with determination. He rose onto the balls of his feet, hands held, palm upwards, ready to spring. The troll thought Owen looked a pitiful sight and was all ready to crush him like a bug. As the troll bore down on him, Owen ducked right under its massive rocky hand and snatched the ball away. He flicked it to the green monkey, who passed it backwards to Quandor, who passed it back to the pixie, who passed it back to the hands of Bevan. The trouble was, Bevan was right under his own net. He couldn't be further away from the one he needed to score in. Now what do I do? He found himself saying out loud. He was at the wrong end of the court, and the time was nearly up. What's more, the purple team were all closing in, and the crowd were counting down the last seconds. Remembering what they discussed during the timeout, Bevan was filled with a sudden determination to win. He bounced the ball once, then jumped with his back to the oncoming players. It was an incredible leap, and when he was high enough, he launched the ball towards the blackboard that sat above his own team's net. The red and yellow ball struck the board hard, erupting into flame as it bounced away like a streaking meteor. It rocketed across the court, causing the witch to dive out of the way with a screech before it blasted a hole straight through the dragon's wing, hit the opposite blackboard, and dropped smoking through the opponent's hoop. The final whistle blew, and the crowd went crazy. Unicorns hugged griffins, brownies waved flags, and all manner of magical beings whooped and hollered. I don't understand, said Bevan. Surely we lost. That basket could only have been three points at the most. Ah, you forget, said the wizard, as he came up and ruffled Bevan's hair. This is a magical basketball, and you, my little friend, have just scored a hundred-pointer. A hundred points? said Bevan dreamily. Oh, wow! Once the celebrations had died down, the yellow team gathered in the center of the court alongside the wizard. Well done, all. A great game. But for you three boys, I'm afraid it's time to go, he said, and he gestured with his hand. To return their clothes to normal, the teammates said their farewells while the wizard conjured up a swirling doorway, on the other side of which could be seen the wood where the boys had been walking. With a last wave, Bevan, Owen, and Ethan stepped through. Thanks for playing, boys," said the wizard, still stood firmly on the basketball court. 
It was good fun, smiled Bevan. Here, said the wizard, you may as well have this. He tossed through the basketball, which Ethan caught easily. Is it still magic? asked Owen excitedly, thinking of the fun they could have with it. Oh no, said the wizard firmly, shaking his pointed hat as the doorway swirled shut. Then, just as it blinked out of existence, they heard him say, At least, I don't think so. And then he was gone. Wow, did we really do that? laughed Bevan as they began to head home. I think we definitely did, sniggered Owen. And behind them walked Ethan, carrying a red and yellow basketball. And as he walked, he was delighted to watch a trail of little sparkles and stars drift up from the ball's surface. The end.